This is All the Right Marketing, a publishing podcast by Cardinal Rule Press. Now, here's your host, Maria Desmondi. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to All the Right Marketing, where we talk with business owners and industry leaders, primarily in the book industry, on how they are getting visibility around their products. We talk with our guests um, in particular to share tips on how their readers are being connected to the titles that they are producing. Today's guest is tuning in from sunny California. Her name is Carrie Lara, and she's an award-winning author of two children's books, but she also has two on the way for 2023. I'm going to say two again. She's a mother of two. Her writing is inspired by the every, every single day adventures of being a mother, but also as working as a clinical psychologist. Her books have been published through Imagination Press, the children's imprint of the American Psychology Association. I can't wait to hear more about that. Carrie enjoys traveling with her family, especially to visit her family, husband's family in Nicaragua. Carrie believes it is important to always be learning because change is always happening and there is always something to learn in life. Welcome, Carrie. Thank you so much for having me. You're welcome. <laughs> you know, one of the things that you had mentioned is that you love gardening. Right? Did you say that? I do. I do. I really do. Um, and it's been a little bit more difficult the last couple of years with the the drier years, the drought we're in over here in California. So I'm finding that to be more of a challenge with my summer vegetables. Honestly, this so I was going to ask you what you're what you're focusing on. Okay, so your summer yeah. vegetables are dehydrated. Yeah, unfortunately, didn't get as much of a harvest that I would have liked to this year. Last year. Um, comparatively to some more prosperous years, but we're also being very water conscious over here. So yeah, the gardening is a, is a balance right now. <laughs> it's a balance. Well, let's talk about how are you, you know, we talk about gardening and um, the plants and the waters need uh, water to thrive. Well, children need things to thrive and mm -hmm. you are a clinical psychologist. So who do you primarily work with in your practice? Yeah, so I have actually... My, my whole career has focused on children and families until the last two years. I actually have broadened into uh, working with adults with severe and chronic mental illness. So um, I work currently right now with like the, the homeless population who struggle with chronic um, severe mental illness and addiction and things like that. So it's a little bit of a, of a pivot. Uh, it's giving me a good spectrum because having been only children and families before the adults I worked with, of course, parents, you know, have come in with their own issues and that, that definitely comes up, but it wasn't like they were my direct, um, sorry about that, my direct, uh, clients. And so this is, this is a little bit of a difference. So I'm doing nonprofit work right now, um, going out and helping an agency with their work with helping people find homes and things like that. So I'm, I'm a clinical consultant in that role right now. Um, but yeah, so my specialty in clinical work and actually doing therapy and such has been, I would, I would definitely say children and families, um, working with children through all kinds of things. Um, I've worked at trauma clinics as well as, um, educational related services. So doing assessments and helping kids, um, navigate the school system when they have learning disabilities and things. So a little bit of everything. I, I, I tend to like to do a little bit of everything, keep myself sure. um, intrigued. <laughs> <laughs> and at what point at what point did you say, okay, this is what I'm doing for work, and I think I have something to add to the literacy market. Tell us about your journey into writing a picture book. Yeah, I'd love to. So um, 
it was a surprise journey, honestly. Uh, so back in 2014, about ish around that year, um, we, my family and I, so I only had a, one child at the time, my little daughter, she was three. And so at that time, um, we had an interaction with another uh, person in our in our family, and uh, unfortunately, it was a little bit of a, a negative interaction, uh, but just around cultural, being a bicultural family and interracial family, some things were said that were, um, you know, not very nice, and so my husband and I kind of regrouped and were like, oh my gosh, uh, what, how do we deal with that, and and in my own processing of it and being a therapist, I said to myself, and I was supposed to be at a training all weekend, and I'm like supposed to be focusing in on this training. <laughs> <laughs> having a hard time. And uh, I sat there and I said, well, I tell my kids, you know, to, to journal. That's one thing. So I started journaling kind of my response to wow. just getting my emotions out on the page. Uh, and then that actually turned into how would this little girl, a little three-year-old, how would she respond to situations such as that we experienced, you know, she wasn't part of the interaction, thankfully, but, um, but, you know, that's not something that she might not have to deal with. She probably will have to deal with things being uh, a bicultural little girl. And, and what does that mean? And I searched for books online, honestly, for a bicultural I, little girl. That you didn't find a lot. I didn't find any. I found, I uh, actually did find um, African-American and uh, Caucasian families. Um, a couple stories there. I found a couple stories around Asian-American and um and Caucasian families, but nothing about Latino and, and Caucasian. And so I was like, oh my gosh, there's there's nothing for me to, to have for my daughter. Um, and so I took what I had journaled and I kind of just created a story from it. And I thought, okay, if anything, I'm creating something for her. I actually looked into self-publication too. Initially went down that road, even created like a dot com and like <laughs> that far um and then life happened and it was just really really busy and we moved and all this kind of stuff happened so uh in 2016 a couple of years later yeah. uh, we were up here in Sonoma County we had moved away from where we were before and we were going through the elections and there was a lot of contention around uh, multicultural issues diversity and all that kind of stuff as as we know and uh and so at that point I was like you know what the worst thing I could do if I send it off to a traditional publisher, the worst thing that they could do is say no, right? Like, exactly. so, yeah. So I sent it off. I sent it to Imagination Press, which is the children's imprint, as you said, of American Psychological Association. I, my practice, of course, as a, as a clinical psychologist, we look to APA for guidance around ethics yeah. and clinical issues and things. And so um, they publish all of our textbooks and stuff at school, you know, and, uh, and then they have this children's imprint. So um, it has to have to have a social emotional component to it. They have like these guidelines. It can't just yeah. be a fun little story. Um, and, and, uh, eight months later I got a call and they were like, we want, we want your book. And Aww. I was just floored. I had no idea that this was going to be part of my life, but I Aww. am super excited for it to be. It's, I love this part. And is that <laughs> the heart of me familia? No, actually, that is the first one. So the, the Marvelous Maravilloso, I have them here to show you. So this is the Marvelous Maravilloso. Okay, and what year was that published? In 2018. Okay, we, my family, we have it on hold at the library. I wanted to get it quick. And I figured the yeah. library would be faster than Amazon right now. And um, it wasn't. So I'm oh. excited. We've got two of your books on hold. So. Oh, great. Yeah, yeah. So, so that's after the first one. publishing the first book, Mm -hmm. tell me more 
Okay. So that one, yeah. So it takes, it takes a couple years when you go through traditional publishing, it does take a couple years to get on the shelf. Um, is, you know, it has to do with like the whole process of illustrator and the printing and all of that and everything. But, um, it was so exciting that that came out in May, 2018. And then, uh, they asked me, I was at a, a book event with them. I think it was the book expo in New York, which was really fun that they sent me to New York to oh. the book expo. I mean, it's like, you know, I've always loved books, but like, this was like books the mecca. <laughs> yeah. It yeah. was amazing. Um, so yeah, so I was there and we were at a dinner and they were asking, have I written anything else and things? And, and, uh, and I was like, well, actually when I wrote the first book, I wrote half of a second one, but I had never gone back and oh. finished it. And they said, we are so interested in you finishing that. Book. Oh, that's so Talked. cool. I know. I know. So I was like, really? Okay, sure. Let me go for it. You know? And, and so then that one came out in 2020 and that was the, the heart of me familia. Okay. So that's this one. Yeah. Beautiful. I love it. Yeah. I love the illustration on the cover and I can't wait to hear it. So yeah. you have two books. You're working with um, this organization, this pu traditional publisher. How mm -hmm. are people learning about your titles? How are people, how are you connecting with your readers? What would you say is one of your golden nuggets of marketing? Yeah. So you're lady, you're working, you've got a family. I mean, how are you know, I know. And I don't have a whole lot of time to spend on marketing. And so, um, I, the first year, the first book I got sent places by the publisher, which was really awesome. And that was a big piece of getting the face out there. So I went to, um, there was an independent bookstore, expo thing or, or convention or something that was in Oakland. So it was really close to me. So they, of course they sent me there. Um, and I met a bunch of people, I had a little booth and I was meeting people and I got a lot of feedback from these independent bookstore owners, which was really helpful around marketing. Um, I didn't have a business card and they were like, do you have a business card? I was sitting there going, Oh my gosh, I can't, I can't believe I don't have a business card to hand you right now. <laughs> obvious. That should be an obvious one. You know, um, they asked me if I had any social media. And at that point I had my, my Facebook author page, but I didn't have anything else. And they were like, well, you really should have, you know, at least an Instagram. And I had been avoiding because I, I just don't like a whole lot of, I like one social media at a time. Yeah. It just seems like a lot to manage. Uh, so then I did, <laughs> I know it's a lot of noise. It's a lot to track. It's, you know, mm -hmm. um, it's a lot of spam too. <laughs> for sure. For sure. Yeah. So then I did, uh, so I did eventually jump and get the Instagram. I think I took another whole like six to eight months because I was okay. resistant. And, and we'll um, make a link in the show notes, author Carrie Lara, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And then I also, um, they did give me the advice to do Twitter and I never did do a Twitter. Okay. Uh, and that was just because it seems like a lot more because you have to be, you know, you comment a lot on Twitter, you're reposting a lot on Twitter mm -hmm. and on Instagram and on Facebook, it's still more about um, like an event that you're doing or, you know, and um, some kind of picture from somewhere you were like, you know, those things. And it seems more, more my style and more, more manageable for me. You know what? I, and I want to pause and just bring up the point that you bring up, you bring up a good point. You, and I tell people this all the time, you don't have to be everywhere. You have to be mm -hmm. somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's Reachable. easy to fall in. Yeah. It's easy to fall into the trap where, well, are you on Twitter? Are you on TikTok? Are you here? Are you there? Right. Pick one yeah. that you're comfortable with and do it consistently. Right. <clears throat> right. Yeah. And so now, and then, so from there I branched out and I developed a, um, um, an actual webpage. So I actually have my own webpage now. So I feel like on the internet, my presence is there. I have places that people get directed to. Um, what I do do consciously is I Google myself 
every so often because I want to see what content is coming up. And I think that that's important to do. I think it's important to kind of control what you, you know, what is out there. It's interesting yeah. to see other people that have your name too, because that pops up. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and I just want to make sure that I come up in the first, you know, in the search, like what's the first five things, is it me or is it other things? Okay. If I'm starting to go lower in there, then maybe I need to create some content and then I oh, pop I like back that. up again. Yeah. yeah. I like that. And you know what? Um, we recently, probably six months ago, signed up for Google alert. So we get emails. It's, it's kind of a bit much, but anytime one of our titles at Cardinal Rule Press or, um, you know, I wrote before um, starting the publishing company, if any of my titles pop up, they send you an email. So that's kind oh. of a nice way to consistently get those alerts. Like if somebody yeah. mentions your name on um, Google, that's a good oh, yeah. one. And in let's say you did want to create more content. What kind of content are we talking? Like maybe do you submit articles to different organizations or what kind of content? So I've seen for, for my colleagues, I watch all, you know, I follow all these authors. And so I, yeah. I watch them and see what they're doing and what okay. does get a lot more, um, activity, I guess. Uh, and so some things are, are fun to do, or it's just like, I take one of my kids on a walk and we take a book and we take a picture in the park with the book, you know? So yeah. that's kind of a fun content thing to post, yeah. um, national days, like multicultural family mm -hmm. day, um, and hashtagging on those, those tend awesome. to get a lot of, um, of traction. They get reposted from yeah, other, other bloggers. Yeah. That, so that's always a really good one. Um, probably the most traction I get is on those kinds of things. Cause it's, it's connected to a big hashtag. Uh, and so that, and so for me, that's what I've independently do. And then I, I actually try to reach out to local bookstores, local schools and do events. COVID obviously did a huge number on that as far as being able to do that and the visibility. Yeah. So my second book, I didn't get to go out there as much the, the marketing company in the, in the, and the publisher didn't send me everywhere because we couldn't. Yeah. Uh, I did a whole lot of online stuff. They connected me with, which was, that was cool. I was like in a school in the Bronx and then I was over somewhere, you know, I mean, it was, That's so nice. that was kind of cool and fascinating. For sure. Yeah, definitely different. Um, That's so, great. Yeah. yeah. And you have yeah. a couple books coming out. Tell us about that. Let's hear about what, what's next. I do. Okay, so I'm really excited because it's going to be the third installment of the little girl that's in the protagonist in these first two. Okay. Um, it's going to kind of complete her journey. So they stand alone. You know, anybody can have one of the books that they, they just like prefer one, or you can have all three and it's like a picture book trilogy. I don't know. <laughs> Um, but it, it is going to be about her journey in her bicultural identity development. So the first book is like, she's like three, right. And she's labeling her environment. She's learning like whether the colors and how to categorize things that preschoolers do. And then she's like, you know, my mom and dad are different colors. And then she's like, mom's yellow hair and dad's got black hair. And he has the eyes, the color of chocolate. I love chocolate, you know, like, so she's, that's the first book. So it's that very preschool level of understanding and just observing the world. And the second book, uh, it's more rich in the culture of comparing her two cultures. So she goes to her abuela's house and what she loves about it. And she goes to her grandma's house and what she loves about it. And of course, you see the similarities as she's reporting, right? Um, in the differences. And then the, and they come together and have a little fiesta in her house where the cultures are combined in her house and how cool mm -hmm. that is. And um, so that's her journey, right? And so the third installment or the third step in our cultural identity just naturally is um, learning about the other. So you learn about yourself through learning about other. And, uh, and so it's a school assignment around New Year's and they all get to 
present about what is cool and different about their New Year's. Uh, and um, and so they make, you know, the part that I'm excited about, and I don't know how the illustrator is going to do it yet because she's illustrating right now. So it's okay. <laughs> is uh, a mural. So they put together, they have little symbols of each of their presentations of their New Year's and it's going to be a mural of all their symbols together. And then the the idea is that there's room for everybody on this mural, you know? Oh, that's beautiful. That's really you know, great. I'm like super excited about it. Well, what <laughs> about the fourth them. book? Okay, so the fourth one, total tangent, but totally different from my style of everything I've done. Um, of course, as the world knows, uh, we've gone through quite a few wildfires here in California. Yes. Sonoma County in 2017 was the huge one that like kind of tipped it off. And now we have a wildfire season every single year up and down yes. the state. It's insane. And we've had to evacuate a couple of times, fortunately not lost our home, but we have a lot of people we know who did. Um, so the publishing company actually asked me uh, in 2018, when the first book came, they asked me you know, what, would it be possible to write a book around the wildfires, like the tragedy of the wildfires? And I was, and I was like, yeah, that's a great idea. I think that'd be really awesome. It's taken a long journey to get here because initially when I wrote it, the editor and everybody thought it was too triggering. And I was like, I just wrote my experience. Like if it's triggering you, that's amazing that you're getting that from my words. I'm a descriptive writer too. So there's that piece. Okay. <laughs> um, but uh, you know, I was like, but that's how it was for people. Mm -hmm. And so they were really concerned. And so we, we've gone through so many different versions of it. It's, I mean, seriously, it's like a totally different book every time, but now, <laughs> um, it's going to be a reader for like 10 year olds. Okay. Um, so not a picture book. It'll have pictures in there for sure. It's going to look like a scrapbook. Ooh. So it's being illustrated right now. It's actually in the last final stages of illustration. And it's going to look like a little kid's journal as they went through the experience. Wow. And so there's times where he couldn't talk about it, you know, and he just drew. So there's pages of just the evacuation, you know, with the, with the orange hue in the background. So he's oh not using words. Yeah. So I'm, I'm really excited about it. Um, because it's going to look so different, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And you know, it makes me think when I was a little girl, um, that was my therapy was journaling. I have 23 completed diaries. Wow. And yeah. From the age of five till probably 25 and they're all in a bin in our attic. Um, but that was one way for me to therapeutically share what was happening in my life. And so I feel like this could really inspire children to use writing as, you know, a way to help them. Yeah. Through tragedy. Definitely hoping to do that. And, and I pulled from a lot of experiences in writing it, of course, the evacuation itself. But then um, my, my mom was a principal during that time. And her school was the one that everything burned around it, except for the school, because the blacktop oh protected the school, basically. Wow. Um, and so when she had, when they re back, you know, they opened up again, you know, she had an assembly for everybody. They had, it was really cool. They have a lot of families that have first responders in their, in their family. And so they had a little parade, like for the kids of all the response, you know, escorting them back to school kind of thing. It was just this like really heartwarming thing that happened. And so, um, knowing her experience and like pulling from that so that, you know, when he goes back to school and there's an assembly and the, and the teacher's talking and the principal's like, wah, wah, wah. But he's like, I'm just overwhelmed being here and everyone's wearing a mask. And so just pulling from the experiences that of people around me and then putting it together and, and that he talks about, like the school counselor talks about writing, you know, writing out your thoughts and things. And he talks about how this has helped him, like drawing and writing has been his coping to get through Wonderful. it. Wonderful. 
Yeah. Um, Now, how will we, um, because we put a lot of stuff in the show notes, how will we know, do we have a title for this book or an estimate as far as when it might be coming out so we can um, link to that? So it's coming out next, uh, about August, July. Okay. Yeah. And then um, it's going to have the title. So the title has gone through a couple of different versions, of course. Okay. Um, but it's like, you know, it's it's called Wildfires it's right okay. now. <laughs> or like Wildfire. And then a kid's um, journey or, or kid's, oh my gosh, I'm going to pull from it. A kid's journal of resiliency. Ooh. Yeah. Cool. Through natural disaster. Wonderful. Because um, a year later, he mentions how triggering it is to watch and see like the Australian fires on TV mm. or um, uh, the floods in Texas or the tsunami in the Asian Pacific. So he mentions like other natural disasters and he sees other families losing their whole homes and things like that and how triggering that is too, even though yeah. it's not the same. So I'm hoping that it generalizes for people to use it, not just for wildfires, but for natural disaster. These are yeah. things that are of our control you know and and it's really hard and it's very traumatic and but it's like you know we can still be resilient like that's the idea resilient that is the happy ending is that we can learn from it we can grow from it and yeah that's wonderful Carrie yeah yeah and the book's title I do have the other book's title so the other book's title is uh, a year of celebraciones wonderful yeah Yay. Well, we're so happy for you. Thank you for coming on and sharing your experience with us. And, you know, um, listeners, we are always releasing a new episode on Tuesdays and there is so much value coming out of these interviews and all these different experiences. We appreciate your time today. Thank you so much. You're welcome. If this episode resonated with you, let's take it a step further. Head over to cardinalrulepress.com and check out our blog. It is filled with resources for anyone who loves books, whether you are a publisher, a librarian, a bookseller, or an author. We help you to figure out ways to get visibility around those books. Thanks for listening to All the Right Marketing with Maria Desmondi. If there is a topic you would like us to explore and cover, please email podcast at cardinalrulepress.com. Head over to our website, cardinalrulepress.com, to sign up for our monthly newsletter where you can learn more tips on getting books visible into the market. Last but not least, follow us on Instagram for a daily dose of all things books. If you enjoyed this episode, rate and review or share with a friend or colleague. Thanks so much.